Did you just decide that it needs something there? <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> I feel like excuse me. this was an Austin Powers joke or something. <laughs> you missed what he said. He goes, excuse me. Oh, sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, like, like, he goes, excuse me. Oh, boy, that was wonderful. <laughs> I'm so glad after, like, submitting our podcast for stuff, this will be the first thing. We're a shoo-in now. <laughs> excuse me. We're so intellectual. Welcome to a very uh, special episode of The Spark of yeah. Madness. Uh, What's today's episode? I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> Superman, the super debate. Yeah, the, the super debate. That's a good way to put super it. Super debate, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, this is Spark of Madness podcast. I'm Matt. That's Ben uh, right there with the Superman shirt, and that's Aaron. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do the super debate. Uh, ben, do you want to like kind of introduce why we're doing this and kind of what the idea is? Before you do, I have a special opening for this. That uh, oh. I, oh. oh, We have a second opening. Oh. I like to call this... The Halls of Debate. <laughs> now we're glassing it up. <laughs> Don't. Here we go. Okay, All now right, you go. yeah. It's our segment. Um, so, after last week when we reviewed. Um, Oh, what was that? Mar- what was that Marvel? Movie? Some like little tiny Some, uh, indie movie. The Some, Revengers. Though the Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, Avengers, which was a big epic. Um, a really good movie. Um, we decided, you know, let's talk about, you know, the one that started it all. Let's get to the roots. Yeah. And we we, we had a little small debate about, uh, you know, what's the best comic book movie, and I uh, submitted that Superman. 1978, the movie, Superman the movie, is the best comic book movie of all time. Okay. And, that, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Gonna, that's, that's my stance. Excellent you, dissertation. You uh, have to defend that for the next hour, oh. that it is the best comic book movie. I uh, watched it last night. I think probably- the first time ever? No, not for the first time. How many times First time, it? second time. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm glad we're coming from a place of uh, understanding. <laughs> Tonight I will be uh, very uh, in the middle. I'm not going to take sides. I'm here to moderate. Moderate. So, uh, where do you want to start, Ben? Because this is your baby. Where would you like to be in the art? Wherever you want. Well, I had questions lined up, but somebody didn't want to work with them. No. (laughs) Fake news. So, (laughs) Superman. (laughs) Is this because I didn't give you the questions beforehand? Oh wait, I did. You did. Let's let's start with just. Let's start. Let's start just a little bit, just because it's kind of it'll be a good kind of segue, segue into kicking off talking about the movie itself uh, and why it's good or where it may fall short. The um, you were talking on the way up about like the production side of it and how it got made, and it's kind of legendarily. Mm-hmm. I might not uh, know this. Ha- was like very tough to get produced, get made, and so it was things, super. So ex- it's the most expensive movie ever at that time. Um, but then it ended up being uh, very uh, lucrative, um, and uh, you know, an all-time classic type no movie. No kidding. Um, oh yeah. What, what would you add, kind of, about the backstory? Well, the backstory is not like, that it contextualizes the movie itself, but yeah. Okay, so so the the, hist- the hist- from what I understand, the history of Hollywood, then like um, they were dying for like these these instant hits, and it all started with Jaws. 
1976 or five. So, 75 or something. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I need a zoom camera for that. 1975. No, are you sure? Yes. Okay. Well, it started with Jaws as this instant blockbuster. Like these, mm. these like these blockbusters. This you know, which really didn't exist then. I mean, like. It happened. But it did, but this, but this was like the, the craze of it. Okay, we have a property that can be a block, blockbuster. Then Star Wars 1977 came out and, you know, was the next step, next we level. We got to get on this train, boys. Yep. And so uh, the Superman property um, was uh, a, a big deal. And comic book movies uh, then were, were were like, the you know, the Batman 60s. Comic book movie, and there was a lot it's of like cereals. Very campy and, and there were cereals or, yeah. and cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The cartoons were better because you can do anything, but the cereals were really bad. You know, like even the Superman back in the, you know, the, the is it the thirties? Uh, you know, in the forties, you know, mm-hmm. were okay. You know, I but, didn't think they were that great. No, but but he was still very popular, uh, Superman. So the the uh, let me see if I can find the the. Um, well, in this producer's mo- name. Let's uh, talking about the movie itself. It does kind of well. These pay pro- homage to its source material. Like it literally starts right before it kicks off these very yeah, now iconic just- opening credits and the score and stuff. But it starts with panels from the book and action you know, comics. Uh, yeah, and, and it's like boy. But, this but, is where it started, which I thought was really. It's pretty cool. I that, think it's so. You know, with the opening itself with the beautiful with the curtains and stuff, and you, mm-hmm. hear, you hear it. Uh, I never saw the whole opening until I saw an AMC for the first time cause when AMC showed older movies. Oh, yeah. And uh, I always saw, like, a different version of it, you know, mm. as a kid because we didn't ha- we didn't own it. And the Turner it was Classic so, Movies version? It was so cool because well, it was the, re- the original version, the, the, the curtains open up, and it's like this this delve and, like, paying homage to the the source material, paying homage yep. to the old 30s and, and stuff with the with the Metropolis Globe, yep. and it goes into the... And that's a cool the, way to transition over. Well, one, one interesting thing to note, uh, the producers themselves, like uh, they... Uh, let me give their names real quick for, for, for information. They were the... The Salkine, uh, his, his dad and his... Um, his dad and his son, they, uh, they bought the rights to, the, to, to do it, and they, you know, they were trying to find good um, uh, people to, to 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 make it to try to sell it. You know, mm-hmm. so Mario Puzo was brought in hey. to write the original <laughs> screenplay, that, and then mm-hmm. like it, it got changed uh, more after Superman started <laughs> killing people. They decided to get somebody else, <laughs> and they were trying to figure out like um, the, they had different a ton, ton of people to cast as Superman that DC approved of, uh, and. Um, I forget. I think Clint Eastwood was one of them. And, nice. Yeah, but like they're like, oh, this, you know, whatever. But they said we need a star. We need a star. So they they found Marlon Brando agreed to do this, which is weird which, to me. Which is huge. And once he agreed to do it, Gene Hackman wanted to be in, involved with it. Amazing. And one thing about Marlon Brando, a little tidbit story that I I saw was that, you know, he was doing it for money originally. Like you know, whatever. He came out. He's fresh mm-hmm. off of the after the Godfather. I know it's a paycheck. And uh, <laughs> he's talking to the guy. The actor who played Zod, who is really good. Uh, uh, Stan, uh, he's in, Stamper, or uh, shoot, I forget, I forget his, name. his name. He's in a lot of other stuff. Yeah, but he, um, he said, "Have you read the script?" And he goes, "No." He goes, "He goes, no, no, I haven't." He goes, "I haven't read the script. I do it for money." And uh, like, they made me an offer. I can't refuse. And um, and uh, but then like he said, the like the writer who revised it yeah. after Mario Puzo did it, 
uh, said Marlon Brando uh, came down and said to him, you know, I, I finally wrote the script and you got a fucking Valentine on your hands. <laughs> I mean, like, he like loved it. He loved it. Well, he's basically like, I get to play God in this one? Okay, I'm in. Well, it was written good. It was yeah. written good. So, well, so, I don't know whether to eat you or kiss you. <laughs> Stupid little truck. Um, but, but, uh, but before that, so uh, th- there was another... So it was originally going to be filmed in Rome. This little, let's just set these tidbits up, then we can get it. So it's going to be a spaghetti western? I, I hope, like, let's just say if... if Am I sandbagging? Yeah. No, 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 no. Let Look it. at how interesting the production no, was. No, no, I but, don't know all this. Let no, him but, talk. But it's nice for audience to know a little bit of things. Let him speak. It was really going to be doing, but like to like to be shot in Rome, uh, I think on, uh, I forget which studios, like a... a it was a big studio. The whole, the whole, the whole, they had a big studio and then a miniature studio. And it, and it worked because the director they had then was a British director who I think he directed some of the Bond uh, films. But the problem was he, uh, uh, Marlon Brando, there were some legal things that Marlon Brando couldn't be in Rome. <laughs> that sounds so sketchy. And it, it was, yeah. I forget what the legal things were. And they were like, and, but the problem was the, the British director who was going to direct it in Rome could only stay in Britain for six uh, 60 days because he had tax evasion problems. Hey. And so they were like, what do we choose? You know, yeah. like, well, definitely Marlon Brando. Yeah, you're going to So go. they made the Marlon Brando. Go full Brando. And they're trying to search for a director. And, for and this then, movie, you will travel far. And, and they found, and they, yeah, and they, and they found, um, uh, uh, Donner. Uh, Richard Donner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Richard Donner sold the script. And, yeah, and he said, we need to save this. And he felt like he should be the keeper of the code of, you know, protecting the source material and making it as true and honest as before, and that's kind of how that went down. They shot it in. Um, I remember in you London. saying they filmed both at the same time, Superman one and yeah, two. They, they did, and well, was one of the first movies to ever do that. Well, but they filmed most. I, this is something I did see that they filmed most of two. They did, but they didn't finish it. And then, like once they saw the success of one, they they actually finished the production. Well, I think. they they filmed they filmed. Now, what happened was here's the history of this, and this is another podcast for another day. Mm. We're really talking about why this movie is so great. Well, hey, Matt, well, you shut up over there. Matt, we got to talk about why. Like, we got to set up. Like, this you think st- this plays into th- it? This started all. This He's started this, all. This started it all. all to this, make the movie the best. He's framing. To frame, we'll frame everything. Okay. The expectations, everything to make the movie the best. And I'm, to, and I'm framing the expectations the audience had too. So oh, I have a. I'll just say I'm just going to tease this for later because if you're listening, I have a very like pointed rebuttal to what everything you just said i think we have the wrong question on our hands damn okay so anyway i think i know exactly how you are going to want to reframe it but Mm -hmm. no no no, i'll argue that i'll argue the the narrative itself uh so the okay so so tax evasion or so so the richard donner yeah so richard donner got involved he's gonna don in 60 seconds he was gonna uh he's he's a good director he directed the old man he directed you know goonies and he directed all the he's a really good director and, he's, and he understands storytelling. He got a guy to help revise the whole thing. And, um, well, no, no, this is Superman 2. That's what I was t- telling you about. So they shot both of them together. And Richard Lester was another d- director that these, like, so uh, the the producers, who I forget their names, sorry, uh, that I just said. I mean, it's uh, on the screen there. Uh, it's gone. Oh, damn it. <laughs> uh, the Salkins. Salkines or Salkines. I forget how you pronounce it. But they were difficult to work with. Uh, and Richard Donner was like sick of them, yeah. you know, at, at yeah. some point. And he was ready to go back to finish everything. Like they shot a majority of Superman two, and he was ready to go back to to finish up a little bit. There wasn't that much shooting, and they said, "No, we don't want to work with you anymore." And they hired Richard Lester, who's a guy that they can control more. It's and crazy the like 
He was the, their Marvel the web, director. The web of people needed to make a movie in general, but then the things that can also kind of like derail well, even, it. Even if it's, it's successful. Like, even yeah, successful. right. Exactly. Just because you don't like to work with somebody, which I think it's is... A, it's like, it sucks that like this movie is so iconic in so many ways. It's so good in so many ways and means so much to people. But like behind the scenes, it was just like, oh my God. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. Turmoil. <laughs> but here's, here's why it suffered. The chaos. Here's why the second one is not as good as the first one. In order to get so he they could have finished the movie with a bunch of shots, few shots, but Richard Lester couldn't get credit. Richard Donner would still get credit as the director because uh, at least fit over fifty one percent of it, yeah, a certain percent of it, it was done him. Yep. So he went yep. back and reshot stuff and changed the story that didn't make sense. Yeah, and it was an inferior movie. So, but when Marlon Brando, so Marlon Brando had a lot of property into like that's why Marlon Brando was in the second one. His contract dictated that he get like a huge cut. Of the Superman property and the incarnation. So if he uses his image, and they never used him in the second one, mm. but there was so much footage Awful. of him when he passed away. They did the Richard Donner cut, God which God. Richard Donner was involved of of his of his movie that would have been and Superman. used that footage to recreate him for Superman Returns. So allow me to transition to the movie because I oh, think oh, this, oh. No, this, okay, okay, no, no, oh, no, 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 go transit transition, and I'll okay. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> little antidote. So here's the thing: this Superman two. You brought up Superman. You brought up Superman two. This is something that in watching watching into last night that I was like if we're talking about this movie in isolation yeah because that's how we're talking about it yeah all of the stuff with Zod and the the little uh, the Phantom Zone square at the start uh, not there's no reason for it there was originally but there I'm talking about the we're talking about this is the best comic book movie ever like here the original, I'm gonna, the original ending was going to I know that plays through later no no the original ending was he's gonna shoot he was gonna push those rockets into space and the rocket explodes and, and sets them free out of the Phantom Zone and that was how it was gonna end mm. which is kind of a cool saga but but I no I, I think it's good I think it sets up a, a bigger world I, I I don't think I think that's it's an interesting bigger world okay. and you, and as an I think as an audience you're like what what's gonna happen who are those guys. You mean like who like Yeah, but they don't come in. They don't come back. No, but which I think is fine. Okay. I think it's fine. Right. I think it's fine. It's I think world building. Yeah. Okay. Does it hurt the narrative? It's I don't just, know. It's the same thing in any Marvel movie when they have like a little Easter egg of something that doesn't come that's not relevant until another movie. Like when Thanos shows up ten times before he actually has a movie. <laughs> yeah, but they don't start the movie that way. Oh yeah. True. No, but That'd I think it's, my I think it's a cool way to start. Yeah, well there are it lots cool. of movies cool. that start with a character that dies and it, then he never comes back. It also it, it, it starts with it starts with it starts Fair with, enough. No, but it but it start it start <laughs> it starts with a, a little bit of drama of, of something like, Oh, this is you know mm-hmm. this is gonna be a bad And it was know. shot kinda it was shot pretty Pretty cool, and it introduced like, the main and the, character, the big beam, and uh, the way it opened up, and you see the big well, the that, model that they composite everybody on. A lot of the stuff that was left in the script of, Mar- of uh, Mario Puzo was the Krypton and Fortress of Solitude stuff. Like, yeah, they oh, chose that sure. because there was so much source material from the Superman books. More Brando. <laughs> yeah, I guess the original uh, his original script screenplay was like there was like an uh, the big event at the end was there was going to be an assassination on the, on the Pope, and Superman had to stop it. Like, <laughs> Kidding me? Like <laughs> there were some revisions. All right, we are Super, fifteen minutes in. All. First communion. All right, so all right. so no, no. For, for that, I think I think it's I think it's really cool. It's a cool way to set up conflict at the beginning, and also there's no conflict though. There's, it's not a conflict. There's no conflict with that. There's no conflict with so? the trial. 
because it doesn't play through. It doesn't doesn't play into the threat of the the planet. It doesn't play through to the to Superman. It doesn't play through to Jor El. It, it is a tertiary. It, it's just like a thing that happens that it's like, oh, by the way, if we made Superman one and two one movie, this would no, come back. No, no, no. I, like, no, no. It I, just was. It was a no, throwaway. Like, no, no, no. I I don't think it was a throwaway at all because because it sets up Jor-El's, uh character. How like justice, like grounded in justice, so, I guess. Okay, so let's do this. I, that's how I saw so, it. So forget, okay. forget yeah, them I, as villain. You know, I think we had the, the cloud of yeah, grounded in justice. We had the cloud of um, of uh, them as villains. The next movie mm-hmm. in our mind, take that out. It's just, this is this is a Durrell piece of introducing our character, what his responsibility is, his importance to uh, Krypton, and uh, how he handles. His business, you know what I mean, yeah. and how he's looked on oh, from the from the, the, the other people, but he's also like still a sub- insubordinate uh, too. I think your defense was rather two dimensional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the uh, the Family Guy? Like they had they talked about Jim Henson for some reason, and Jim Henson and Kermit the Frog were in the Phantom Zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you will bow down before us. You will bow down before us. You made that joke yeah. on a previous pod. <laughs> All right, Aaron. What like get us going here? Like, because we we've barely even talked. We are, we started the movie. We are we're... seventeen minutes in, and we need to start the debate. Yes. Uh, well, I had, I had points for us. to Okay, cover, we'll talk but... about it. Talked about the points. Yeah. Ask us something. Well, I I feel that a uh, very an important part of grading a movie like this is to talk about its philosophical underpinnings. What what's the takeaway? Well, it, that's kind of related to the source material part. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is just the brilliance of Superman. Mm-hmm. Just the Matt, you're supposed to be this, arguing again. Against the seagulls. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna argue oh, just what I think. The seagulls. It, yeah, I. I'm coming from. Uh, my position is that I disagree with Ben, but I'll. It is I'll, a place of love. In this place, I will concede that. Super, Superman in general has like such a good. Uh, Mythology to Myth, him. Yeah, mytho- that's the perfect way to put it. But then, although it has like all of this Christ- Christian themes. Christian the, and Jewish thing, because it was written by Jewish people. But Jewish the thing brothers. about, the thing about, if we're relating it to the movie, is that this isn't Zack Snyder. Oh, look at me in a cross no, pose. It's not, yeah, much it's more not like that. Down. It's a little bit more metaphor and, well, and like using language as a way to communicate similar ideas. Um, that I think comes through really well in the well, movie. And, do, you, do you know? Do you know what it's based on? And that you have an op, like it's less about sacrificing. You have an obligation, but you. He's conf- he feels conflicted to be like a, his own person, but he has an, another responsibility. And I think that's such a. This movie does a really good job compared to other superhero movies. The hero's journey, where he. He comes to a point of like responsibility in a in a more unique, nuanced way. And and Chris Reed really pulls it off. Yeah, uh, with, yeah. like Chris Reed's like this is a really good acting uh, movie. These good actors. So the original source material, like the original idea concept for Superman, came from because there were two Jewish brothers, I believe. The Seagull. I feel terrible. Right. I can't remember their names. Seagulls, I feel something like something Seagulls. Right? That does sound right. Uh, but they got they didn't you know. <laughs> They got uh, some money to this, but they didn't. Get, I mean, they, they the rights were taken a long time ago by them from them. But but it's based on uh, uh, Moses, Jerry Siegel, and Joe Schuster. Okay, that's Schuster. That, that rings the a ones bell. Are, like, they're both Jewish uh, friends, but it was based on uh, Moses, uh, where it's like in the Ten Commandments, yep, yep, yep. The, the baby travels to Egypt and lives in another um, mm-hmm. uh, world. But 
I this is I I, I dare to say it's not original in, in terms of of a superhero. Uh, there's a mo- wait. So who's taking what position? No, here? I, <laughs> this is a wild ride. I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about I'm talking about the story. I want so. to talk about the, we got to talk about the movie though. But the, like but, we're 20 you know, minutes in. Like the, but, you're defending the movie. This, no, he, but but no, but this is an interesting. Tidbit. He might be shoveling the dirt of his debate. No, this, <laughs> all right. But this is an interesting <laughs> antidote. Uh, it didn't do good in theaters, but it was a, it was a. This story. movie did no, great in theaters. I'm I'm prepping pre- prepping when I'm talking. I'm going to say that oh, that okay. that this co- like Superman copied off of in terms of a superhero that goes to another planet and has superpowers. Uh, John Carter, oh, the Princess okay. of Mars, is is is, the, is almost the same kind of story where an Earthling goes to Mars and he hit, because he's an Earthling he has mm-hmm. super superpowers. Okay, so I like see. that concept of. Having powers on another planet, uh, making you stronger, mm-hmm. has uh, been done before. The thing I'll, just so I can show both sides here a little bit, is that in terms of the philosophy, one thing I thought was a little bit weaker, it, it's kind of like surface level extremely interesting, and it presents like a really good conflict for the character throughout. Um, but Marlon Brando as his dad being like, you can't interfere it's in human to affi- right? with human history. Like, that's a very interesting, like, you have so much power and responsibility or so. It's almost like like a human looking at ants kind of aspect. Um, like, you shouldn't, you, you should have restraint to interfere, but then he ultimately does. Mm-hmm. But the way it's kind of communicated throughout the movie felt a little bit, inconsistent where it's like simultaneously well i'm sending you to this planet to live and i already am acknowledging that this is the best place for you because you'll have powers and you'll be able to have impact on this world so like you are impacting human history at all times and then later he's like there are two things you can't do and one of them is like there are two reasons there are two reasons for having a secret identity and it's like oh because they'll be able to um hurt they'll be able to hurt your loved ones and it's like so Jarrell's already coming from this mindset of like you're gonna embed yourself in this world most likely and become a person like you are you're having an impact on the world and he's acknowledging that but then simultaneously it's really coming down to like you can't go back in time like that's really what it was all about the whole time it was like you can't which we'll talk time travel which which we'll talk about that that plot thread like I'm gonna have to concede on that um, plot thread oh thank god uh this movie, like that, that's <laughs> we need to really. All right, let's just talk about it right now because I was about. To, I was gonna say, I don't give a shit about that at all. No, you don't. I, no, <laughs> that's the worst. Part, that, that, that's the only. I don't care. That's, at the, only, all. that's the only kryptonite uh, in this movie. Oh my mm. god! And it wasn't it supposed was... to exist until the second movie, which is a stupid. It's a stupid plot point where it doesn't matter when it happens. It's dumb. I didn't think it was that stupid. I thought it was just kryptonite. <laughs> um. Oh god! I don't have a keyboard sound for that. No. Yeah, <laughs> immunity. <laughs> Serenity now, George. Um, well, let's talk about that because you're right. It's a big, I, I, it's a big fraud point. Now, now, in, in terms of execution, the the emotion, everything behind it was great. Like it was perfect, perfect. Like him have, feeling that sense of loss of Lois, the, and like he's the build up to that moment. Yeah, was perfect. It was because that um, I had forgotten all about like kind of oh yeah, so he just saves her when he pulls her out of the thing. No, oh no, she's dead. No. Okay, no, and then he kisses her. So obviously she's gonna wake up. Oh no, she didn't. It's it like kind of yeah, builds yeah, yeah. the stakes a little which, bit. So then which which yeah. it, the execution was good. But what if they just killed her? Like that would have been like. 
a uh, lot better. Uh, oh God, true. it would it would have been so much better. It would been it would have been it would have been this. It wouldn't have completed. <laughs> seriously, what well, what end am I on? It wouldn't have completed his arc though of like going guess right. what his dad said. You're right. You're right. And and he had the chance to do it. Yeah. He had a chance to do it in Smallville with his with his foster dad he loved, and he didn't do it. And he finally. He, he couldn't take anymore. Like he, like it, it, you know what? Yeah, it works now. It wor- <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I mean, it opens not, up. It opens not, up. Not the, think about it. it opens up the huh. like Last Jedi can of worms of like, yeah. okay, well, why didn't he just do it all the time? Why didn't he just? Why doesn't he do it all the time? Why doesn't he like just turn back time and how, kill Luther on the crapper? In this case, how did he? How did he change? the future because in his world he had to do everything exactly right to stop the flood yeah. from coming there's some so like there's the some, timing of it was kind of weird there's and, some there's some temporal uh, um, mm, anomalies that the time sense. travel mm. doesn't work but yeah. but in, in the overall message he had a chance to save his yeah you know like he all it these means powers. something on on the 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 mental the, the, the meta the emotional level the meta uh, emotional level level of the spiritual journey of, i get what it's about i like that now actually it makes more sense all right okay. what else, what i'm you convincing got? you of yeah it. no no <laughs> this is the worst I, debate of I, all that was time it. <laughs> these are like my concession things that was yeah. you know the, I, I that was my like that was my only glaring weakness i couldn't wait to hear you discuss from that. like a me- from like an overall message point <laughs> from like an overall message point ben what do you think is the ultimate value from this that m- separates it from other movies message yeah or is it really just that it was the first first one to do it? No, no I, let me th- go I'm ahead. Not, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm no, not no, even I want, in this debate. I want to know what you say. Well, yeah. Like, well, uh, as you boys have said, it's it's a lot about um, about uh, personal responsibility, uh, God the Father, and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it it. I think it rings true, a lot of the time. That's all I have to say. Well, the message for me, like. One, I've looked at this many times through the years. I've watched it a ton of times. I love this movie. Uh, it's 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 fantastical. It's realistic, and it's uh, it takes you away at the same time. It's a really good combination of doing all that. But the message for me is, and Christopher Reeves, uh, Christopher is it Reeves or Reeve? It's Reeve. Christopher Reeve, George, it's, it's like, George Reeves. It's like the Kroger. It's George Reeves. It's is. the Kroger Krogers. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Krogers. <laughs> Christopher, that's how I always thought your name was pronounced beginning until, until you germ, germified it. Uh, is, is Christopher Reeves acting in it? <laughs> Singular. Christopher Reeve, uh, performance of, of him just being... Just feeling like that feeling of isolation, feeling alone, but you're not alone. You know the the sense of loss, and, and he still has his dad that he talks to and his loved ones. But he, you know he, he remember like of, of of you are not one of them. Well, just in, in terms like, in terms of um, Superman's dilemma is, despite being everywhere, you know, which I don't like in the new ones. What they do, he still has to keep his secret identity. He doesn't like he's still alone. Why does he have to have it in this movie? Uh, for humility, like for humility, you mean humility and that is true. If that know, is, the, there's a lot. There is a running theme about vanity throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie, and Christopher yeah. does it perfectly. You know, and he, he gets does, it, yeah. and they talk about it. He even like even he not he talks about like, it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even like there's a scene. I don't know if it's an extra scene or uh, what scene, but uh, Marlon Brando talks about vanity. You know, and there's you know, and 
Christian Reeve, like he, he has a taste of vanity. You know what I mean? It, it says control your vanity. Yeah, yeah. Because because revealing himself, you know, it's a mess. It's a message about vanity and being humble and you know being a good like Superman's a really good person. Clark Kent's a really good person. You know what I mean? And it shows you everything he has to do to try to. To remain a good person, and it's tough. You know what I mean? Because he's and got all the power in the world to not be, and he's relatable to like any it, good person. He, and he, people want to be like he's, he says, he's a boy scout. At one know? point, he says, "Is it showing off if, if if you do what you're capable of doing? Like mm-hmm. if a bird if a bird flies, is it showing yeah. off? It, like that's a really cool kind of idea. And he and he struggles with it. You know what I mean? You know, but but I think for him keeping the ident- his identity. Uh, is all I think that it's mostly the theme of humility and doing good. You know what I mean? Doing good without credit, because really Clark. Or does he just want to get laid? <laughs> Apparently he did. If that's the reason he did it wrong, he only got but, laid like but once. It's, but it's, but that's that, that's a flaw in the movie because uh, it's physically impossible. Then they, don't they talk about this in Clerks, where it's like if Superman, Superman is sup- everything is super about him, right? Superman is a super sperm, right? So if he did, you know, couldn't control himself, that would shoot right through Lois. Hmm. They covered this in the <laughs> new adventures of Lois and Clark. It works. So that's true. But someone someone did say uh, kryptonite laced condoms would would, would do the trick. <laughs> Very small trace amounts. Yeah. Well, speak. I'm gonna keep praising the movie. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, a moment that I thought was really good, and it, it I know it plays through in other ways, but the whole idea about kryptonite in this movie, how they got it, I will rip apart. But the fact that he could not, on his own, like a little thing of kryptonite, he could not uh, remedy it. Like, he was uh, paralyzed by it. He couldn't move. He couldn't help. He was going to die. But he needed the help of others in order to free himself. Mm -hmm. Like, both from, like, a vulnerability standpoint, from how all-powerful he seems to be, um, to have just like this little thing that can bring him down. Do you think kryptonite represents the environment? <sighs> Why? <laughs> oh, God. I'm sure someone will but, ultimately okay, so, argue it. But it, it, it was also cool that he is reliant on human beings still. It's true. You know, you know what, that it's he's not uh, like a godlike person necessarily. And that motif has been taken into uh, another superhero movie. In Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man, yes, where he's like, like he's he feels alone. He's by hey, Spider-Man. Well, oh, you mean oh, when he's when he's the first one, he's got the, he's got he's in a rock and a hard place. Right, problems coming, but the and people they, of New they York help. Chuck the pool. yeah, but like but like that messenger, like he, he still needs help, even in the second one. You know they, they, that motif is 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 there as well. You know, so, I, 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 for some reason, like they really humanize. Uh, Superman in this movie and like the Man of Steel and the other ones it's just it's, just, it's there it just didn't work it's there it's not the same yeah the Man of Steel's better but like the other two like you just whatever it's boring where'd you like to go next? Matt you need to start pooping on this movie pretty soon you want me to yeah poop you want me to poop <laughs> I've got some toilet paper um, shaking the bush box let's talk about Gene let's talk about everything Gene Hackman I hate it I hated everything Gene Hackman <laughs> really yep Interesting. Why? Because he was basically a, he was basically plucked from Batman campy '60s TV comedy show and 
put into this movie and he's supposed to represent this and he even gives like a little screaming match at the end of the movie I am the greatest supervillain ever blah 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 this how you let me it? rip off my wig and I'm evil but like the whole time he's got this bumbling sidekicks and he's always messing up and his oh, whole his whole master plan is about real estate for crying out loud like give me a friggin break like this is the art nemesis to the most powerful person like really and the way he stumbles across understanding that kryptonite there's so like the factors to lead to him knowing that kryptonite is the one thing to beat superman are staggeringly stupid one is for whatever reason superman decides because he's horny as shit to give an interview to margot kidder on a rooftop and that's what reveals that he's from krypton that then leads like the only reason anybody knows that krypton is in the mix is because of that interview which but made I no but how would how would Superman know that a radioactive Krypton would kill him? He doesn't. But I'm just telling you from the movie perspective of how it plays through, it's so stupid. Like, okay, he gives an interview. But he's the greatest criminal mind of our time. Right. And so it's just like, oh, it happens to be. He's not doing some like grand. He's not doing Otisburg? grand investigative like. I'm a genius, and I figured this out. It's like, oh, it's fucking in the newspaper that he's from Krypton. It's like, oh, let me think about Krypton. And then he happens to pull out a book, the one book in his shelf that's like, At oh, it's right here. Huh. Huh. For Krypton. Kryptonite. Burp. There was a meteorite Thank right you, here. Richard Donner. Like, it was the, <laughs> this is the most convenient thing. And so everything with Gene Hackman, even his plan to get the codes for the missiles, he fucks up the first time. Which is Funny. It's funny. It's hilarious. But it's campy. That's the whole point, and, though. And that's what I'm getting at is if if you think campy is the best comic book no, movie, no, no, I don't think. Here's the See, thing. You're not, no, 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 no. You're pigeonholing this, and I'll say what you say, but but there's but two I'm, things. I'm gonna defend this movie and tell you what why it works. For one, on and it's not campy. The movie's not mac- campy. On, right on macro, this movie actually has no set tone. There's three distinct zones where it's like the first half and B movie sci-fi thing that's like B-mo- totally different What's B movie sci-fi all the sci-fi stuff all the that's all the B movie oh, but okay the set if you say B movie that's the grand denigrant that's like that's some scale Okay. So the first, well, okay. The first, so the sci-fi so there's stuff. three things like the, classic sci-fi stuff. Then it's like coming of age, and then it's like new superhero. But all of it's under the guise of being so real. Apps. All yeah. of it's under the guise of like. Uh, I think the quote was verisimilitude. Like, it's all about trying to convey something that's fantastical, yeah. but in, like, a real setting. Like, it's supposed to feel like a which, real which thing. Which I think is what pulled And off. it's very successful. But then all of a sudden, Gene fucking Hackman is this campy, like, dur, 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 dur. I'm a real estate guy in, like, a flooded subway, and look at me, sunbathing. <laughs> like, it total every time he came on screen, his scenes totally pulled me out uh, of, like, I, I, the whimsy of the rest of it and the fantastic element. It's like, wow. Wow, he's a superhero and look at him flying and saving people and then Gene Hackman oh Otis what the fuck are you doing but I, <laughs> it's I, I, so ridiculous no it's not I, I, I think I think you're in the minority in this one am I yes yes because because okay, so, so let's talk about it they, 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 let me ask you this if we're talking about villains is he a better villain than a villain in let's say the last 15 years how many villains can you name that are better I could probably name a bunch of them he did nothing. His plan was to buy desert sand and then blow up 
<laughs> blow up major cities so that he can make money off of them becoming the new cities. Like, it's ridiculous. Sounds like a foolproof plan it, it to sounds, me. Like, I don't know why it's ridiculous. <laughs> get, get a close-up on this. You know, I, I gotta say, Ben, that does sound ridiculous. <laughs> like, and he even, and it's, he also did it in the way that was like, here, here, Superman, come here, come see my life-size uh, diagram here where I'm gonna step on San Diego here. Bam! Look at those real estate prices jacking up. Like, now, uh, a are side you note, kidding me? A side the note. most powerful person, like, I know this could be like a flaw in the source material, which is fine, but like for the movie too, is stupid. Like, we, we talk about how even the Joker, the classic amazing villain, villain of the like last 10 years, there are flaws. Like, we acknowledge the flaws. To say that Lex Luthor is all of a sudden like... Did I say that? No, you didn't, but I'm just saying, like, let's at least acknowledge that it's severely flawed in this movie. There's a lot of things flawed in this movie. Okay. It's... I've acknowledged that, like, okay. like hey, there's a I... lot of flaw in That's this what... movie. I'm glad, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Aaron to play that clip back nope. when we decided that this is the best comic book movie. Oh, it's, it is, though. Okay. And... Hey, Matt, you know, uh, I love how they brought that, that thing back for Luther in Superman Returns, where it's still just about real estate. <laughs> Yeah, they brought that same plot about in Superman Returns. Except it was a little cooler with the, the growing islands and stuff. Yeah, but but the whole point... Okay, so here, let, let, let me explain this. So you have, you have the, the, the three different universes. And the first... Basically, I, I break this movie down to two halves. You know, the first half, even with the sci-fi stuff, to this beautiful seriousness. And then it gets into the comic book world when he goes to Metropolis, when yeah. he's an adult. And uh, with it still has a sense of... What was what's the word? Wonderment? No, verse. It's like realism, basically. Like oh. they were trying to t verisimilitude. I think is which, what the which, director used which, at one point. Which why like uh, like I'll, I'll get back to that later. Which one scene is why it works uh, so well that that phrase. But but in the second half, you know, there, there's not. I think it was, it's a pure mark of genius to make to make Lex Luthor not only like the greatest villain but also the comic relief as well. He's very much like a Captain Hook. You don't feel like there was comic relief elsewhere in the movie already? Because I feel like it was pretty strong other, in every. Like, other than other than uh, every time he put the glasses on. Yeah, but other uh, other than uh, Perry White, like Perry White's, like he's hilarious. Yeah. But but I think it's great to have your your best villain to be as charismatic and funny and you know just that that whole scene of the missile sure. thing is hilarious. It's so it's, it's so stupid. It's hilarious. Uh, I'm not going to take I, a side so, here. It didn't take me out. It didn't take me out of it. I think it was. Okay. I think it was great. I won't take a side on this, but I will say it also felt um, relevant to the 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 whole idea and underpinning of the movie that your worst enemy can be the smallest fly. Mm -hmm. hmm. Now the the uh, his 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 plot that's is ridiculous works. And the only reason it's not it's ridiculous to us because it's ridiculous and maniacal, but he's a, he's a maniac. It shows you how crazy he's he is. Not, yeah, I guess. But yeah, but like he shows you like how sociopathic he is. Like, like if he's like, not sociopathic. We're not supposed to believe that the plan it's will actually all, work. It's all camp, and you could say maybe like even the words he that came out of his mouth would reflect a sociopath. You could even argue that maybe maybe. If we went line by line, no, that it, it would reflect it, it that. Camp. But the way it was delivered and conveyed in the movie doesn't reflect that at all. It reflected a 
uh, yeah. a non-threat, basically, that then ultimately, like, at no point was I thinking that he wasn't, speaking of, like, Infinity War and the stakes that are are low in that, like, at no point during this movie was I like, you, oh, you Superman can... won't stop Lex Luthor. Maybe something will happen, but and he that... won't stop him. He will definitely stop him. The problem with, with that is, is Superman's problem in general. It's not the movie's yeah. sake. It's the Superman, uh, the the licensed material, which I agree with you. Uh, they, you know, like, Superman's just kind of invincible, and that's why, like, they um, that's why they created characters like Darkseid, who Thanos is based on. Like, they cop- Thanos is copied off of Darkseid, some godlike creature from another planet that can just beat the crap out of uh, Superman. He doesn't have a lot of people that can match up against him, and that's why they they incorporated Zod for the second movie because they had. Kryptonians to come out and to fight them, and they're the same. You know, they're same, which they use in Superman, Man of Steel, like that that plot line of those villains. But like, um, do you think what's his name is better, uh, Lex Luthor? Who? Jesse Eisenberg? No, no, J- Jesse. No, thank you. No, I mean I don't know if anybody's going to pick him so. over. But at least that was like but, 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 but there, surprising. But there was something entertaining and like in uh, engaging. He's entertaining. Yeah. Gene Hackman's entertaining. That's that's a that's a charismatic charisma. That's, uh, that's a positive. We're deciding the best comic book movie ever. Matt, are you oh, saying Camp yeah. is bad? I'm saying that John Waters, or yeah, John well, Waters is going to have a field well, day with you well, someday. What, what do you th- what do you think? What do you think? Uh, who, about Jack Nicholson's Joker compared to Heath Ledger's Joker, if we're going to there was that. like a no, not even about Joker. How about both of those characters? There's two different characters. Prevent, but both of them present just like this sinister Ominous. foil to Batman that's chaotic and that is so interesting. And that ha- and even though they're different takes on the same character, they both present but different maybe, elements of like. But maybe that's the character itself, the way it is. Maybe like Lex Luthor. That's is, fine. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm that's you, part of the debate, though. I'm telling you, but in the comic book itself. Lex Luthor is n- not that interesting of building building sure. in ways. Yeah, the, but they I'm, make him more interesting in this movie. Uh, okay, to you maybe. What? <laughs> let's 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 go somewhere. There's a million other things. I we have talk another about. topic. Yeah, let's let's uh, do a little side topic about uh, fourth wall breaking. I love those in my superhero movies, and this movie does it too. Where? Remember when he gets shot? Hmm. And then uh, after he gets shot, he gets back up and he like throws a little wink to the camera, as I recall. Oh, he winks yeah. to the camera at the end too. Yeah, yeah he does yeah. that at the end. Of that is one. to this date one of my favorite fourth well, that, wall breaks. That's the whimsy, sense of whimsy it is, you know. Because I mean, let's let's face it, our superhero movies do that even more nowadays. They make reference to Peter P- Peter Pan in it, and like you can feel like a lot of Peter Pan elements in it, like you know, like taken away. Yep. In it, the I'll give this movie extreme credit for. Um, the spectacle of him learning his powers and like as a kid and like lifting the car and then it it all feels like very much whenever he exhibits like when he jumps to fly or when he's flying with Lois well, or it's all, when it's he's all doing stuff it all like, it's both the performance mm-hmm. and also the music swell and it all, but it all feels very like it's almost relates back to a theme in that it feels very humble. Like it feels like it's grounded. It's something like he's a normal person. Mm-hmm. And like, you think that's really good. And then it and it's, very, re- it's very romantic. Yeah. It, it gets reflected in the Christopher Reeve, his performance and then how they've conveyed this character. I thought Margot Kidder was perfect. She was, I thought she was amazing. She was, but she's, 
She's so weird now. <laughs> like, she's so weird. I think we are has, judging the what? movie. I think not she has her. Tourette's. But uh, but I, I've tried to help you. It was she was amazing. The whole you, movie. When you were a little kid. Did you get confused? At Margaret Kidder and and what's her name from Indiana Jones? Is this the yeah, same but, person? Yeah, I, I, I can't say that. Well, that's true. I, I always did as a kid. Her and this Gary girl always needs rescuing. Yeah, but, but no. But I will say her screaming could use a little work. Yeah, it was. It's a tough. It's a tough task to be screaming that much. But, but her, she had a personality. Like she, the, she had a spunk. The the chemi- there was chemistry. There for was sure. there was. Uh, interesting to know about uh, Christopher Reeves when he when he he was he was a beanpole when he auditioned. He was like 175 pounds in audition, Ugh. and uh, Richard Donner said, "You know, I, you look like him." You know, he, but he didn't have the dark hair. They dyed his hair and stuff. But he looked exactly like Superman. You know, jeez, you call me skinny and I wear more than that. Yeah, and, he, and he, if you just put on more muscle and well, dyed your hair and looked better, you would look just like <laughs> well, him. Well, he, he called a friend. Uh, Richard Donner called a friend. You hear that, females in Hollywood? A friend to help him work out. Work out the, uh, a trainer. And you know, who the trainer was. David Prowse. Wow. Darth Vader. Darth Vader nice. helped Superman become the all greatest good character in the whole world. But uh, but he, uh, Superman, his performance is, is great. I, I, I got to defend this one thing about the movie, all right? Good. I, I was going to say, like, you, you present some facts to defend the movie as, like, the best now. Okay, so this is why I think it's the best. Okay. And, and very few, I don't think any other superhero movie has done this. Justice, the way it's that, me uh, either not at all, or the way that, um, and I've talked about it in many pods bef- before, but the final reveal of Superman to the the world he's in. What's be specific of, mean the, the, space of, flight? of the scene though? Okay, so the scene we sh- we had the clip of it with the helicopter scene with, uh, when that, when that and that, he goes through the you, so he, and he ignores which was really good when he ignores the yeah, phone booth and then goes through the thing fun, that, that was great that, that was, was a fourth wall that, thing yeah too. That, that's brilliant, brilliant yeah it's really good and, and okay yeah we, that scene but right. that scene was perfect because no one okay so we we haven't seen Superman fly other than like the, when he gets like, when he learned how to fly the first time which is awesome which yeah. is an awesome scene. And this, you know, and no one, no one in this world has seen it. And we're not waiting for him. Like, we're all engaged in the story, not wanting, well, why hasn't I seen Superman yet? How many comic book movies? Like, well, turn into the Hulk already. You know, like, like we didn't need that because the way this narrative is going is engaging us the way it is. But, but so halfway in the movie, no one hasn't seen him, but what a great. Like it felt real. You felt you felt the uh, when the music, he, he flies the helicopter. The, the, the suspense of helicopters flying. You know it's going to happen. You know he's going to come up and and and, and uh, catch the helicopter and stuff. But the amazement, everybody like you're amazed because you're amazed for Superman. The, everybody's amazed. Like like it, it, it felt like okay, this is real, and this guy's flying in the real world, h- holding that more so than any other movie. But the but the emotional like yes. You know, a uh, uh, feeling that you get, especially as a little kid. You know what I mean? That 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 you know that happiness you get as a little kid. The visceral joy. Yeah, the the joy of him doing that and finally revealing people like the miraculousness was. Mwah. It was that was one like that's the best reveal of any character of a superhero in any movie, hands down. Because sometimes they, a lot of times in movies they, they kind of. One, everybody's watching. Like, you have news. Everybody's watching this. You know, Superman finally coming out as Superman, which is great. 
which gives adds to the stakes of the of the feeling. But a lot of times in movies they uh, they down, they dumb down it, or there's not a lot of people around when he when he finally becomes like Spider-Man. Or they go too far, and the spectacle is over the top. Yeah, but it was just on point. It was just it was perfect, and that feeling that like that it's almost like the end of Rudy to me, like where he finally makes the tackle, like everything like working against him, like that feeling of of with the music and everything, like it was just. It was just a recipe for firing a bottle, awesome. kid. It was, it was, and let's talk about the music. When the music is, is well, one, let's talk about Christopher Reeves. I first. think we should skip the music. There's no debate there. No, but but no, there's no it's debate. Great. It's no, great. No, but there's more to it than that. Can you? What's more to it? The music is not just only awesome; is it's become so identifiable with Superman that it's so weird to hear, not hear that music with with. It's so weird. Like if they would use that music in the Man of Steel, it'd be a better movie because it's so. It, it, just because it, it's so, uh, it, it's part and parcel with it. You know what I mean? The whole genie gig. But but uh, <laughs> thank you. That was for you, Aaron. But like even the word Superman, you know. Uh, and this is probably one of John Williams' greatest scores. He ever. It's up there. Oh, it is. And here's the crazy thing: that's the only Superman movie he ever scored. He didn't score any other ones. They pulled the themes and stuff. But yep. But the full orchestra. There's a there's a there's a scene where Richard well, Richard Donner was going to have Jerry Goldsmith, who's oh just as you know might have been cool too. Amazing, amazing John Williams, but the, their schedules kept flip flopping. You know what I mean? Because of the, how long the production was going. And so he switched to John Williams, and he switched to Jerry Goldsmith, and switched to John Williams. Finally, got John Williams, and the story goes: is as soon as they were doing the first opening crawl, which is like the most iconic opening crawl of a movie, uh, or not opening crawl, but the opening credits, because the crawl is Star Wars. But um, as soon as they go uh, and play the, the the march, the Superman march, Richard Darn shouts out, "Yes, yes, yes!" and runs out like just clapping, like we're recording, you know, <laughs> like because because he was just the first time he ever heard it in full orchestra, and it was just that powerful. Take thing. six. So, so the the music, the music alone, mm-hmm. along with with the imagery, is like imagery. You want to talk about the imagery or that one scene? No, I think no, he's talking I'll, about I'll the concoction it. of that scene. I'm going to challenge the imagery. I will. I'll start with the and, and because imagery. And then we'll, I, I think I wanna, it's, this is one of those, we're talking about best. The word is best. Where special effects. Even, even we take, we take, we take a time, we, we, um, we take into the fact the uh, the time it's made. We, or like, we can. We that can play into it. And it could, our interpretation or what we prioritize is is uh, it could be and different? Some of the technology that they but had, but just like now. at the time, like I, it, it was nominated. For, it was now. nominated for an Oscar. On rewatch, it's it's flawed for sure. Like it, it's clearly composited in the a way that it's forty years old. But there are still things to appreciate about it for sure. Like there are sh- shots, like in how they thought about how to do it. Like it doesn't necessarily detract. For sh- it doesn't detract from the overall tone of the movie. It doesn't watchable. detract. It's for, for sure watchable, and the way they used models was really impressive. Like it, the Krypton stuff, the creativity mm-hmm. they had around all that stuff was really good. Like and it, and that stuff holds up. The green the green screen flying that stuff is well. Here's the thing: is, they didn't have a green screen. They used blue screen, and the yeah. suit had a green tint to it. Very yeah. smart. But they did the opposite. That was <laughs> kind of. Let's just say, but they did, a lot, of, gonna, they, did a lot of, they did a lot of rear projections too. If I'm gonna nitpick, if I'm gonna uh, not even nitpick, but like call out something that is a wide disparity between 
like this is an amazement. Look at him doing that. And we were just talking about versil- versimilitude, about trying to make it as realistic as possible. Like, yeah, 1978, that's pretty good. But then if you like also think about Star Wars the year before. Star Wars was pretty damn good too. Oh, like boy. it was uh, it, like it like I want to give it credit for this well, time but think, also like but you think there were movies right not, then too that were really good. That's true but you but you when you think of Star Wars you can't help think of Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi which is no, I think of the Andy. first one. I was just thinking no, about the fight at the end I think actually. I think of the first one and, and like we watched we've watched so like we go watch the original on George Lucas' first one, without any touch-ups, mm-hmm. we're so we're so conditioned of seeing so many different versions of Star Wars. We see the touch-up stuff and we think it's the old stuff. Okay, and it's not some of it's not that obvious. Well, so especially in the first one, you're making my argument though is that it looks worse than now. Like that's my point is that it looks no like if you look no at- no 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 I, no I'm not making your argument. I'm defending. I'm I'm I'm. Putting a hole in your argument, saying that Star Wars was a no. I'm saying for the time. Okay, that's great. It's good for the time. If I'm when when I go through this list of like 15 movies that I could be like, yeah, maybe this is probably better. When the same you're going to look at. No, it doesn't matter. Okay, that's irrelevant to the conversation. We're talking about best ever. But we established before the conversation that it was it was relevant. That the time is the time is the fact that we got we got to no no that that. For the time, we got to be more forgiving on what they could do. We never said, Aaron, as the moderator, did we ever establish that we had to be forgiving that the, the time is a factor? Technology is a factor. You know, it is. It is. And think of the things that they did that were not just like the, the cinematography in this was unbelievably beautiful. Okay. Everything right. was the way they, the, 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 the conceptual way of shooting Krypton with this reflective material they used for the, for the, uh, uh, That's pretty much how lightsabers work too. Yeah, yeah, but the problem is, how do you light the face? There was so much. There was so much different things that you had to take into in account. And in fact, the cinematographer, I think, is the same cinematographer who did Star Wars, uh, if, I, if I can recall. It's, it's well shot because sure. it's, it's shot in England. There's, they, they, you know, there's a lot of people probably well worked on. So effect. Let's take effects out of it. I will say there, there's a lot of good in the story. There, obviously, there's a lot of amazing stuff in the performances. The a lot of the character ideas is really good. If I'm gonna like nip, if we take all the effects out of it and give it just the story and how it was told, um, one thing I, I, Aaron probably won't weigh in, but it's I can it, try. It's very long. It is very stuffed. Like it, there is a lot that they crammed into the movie, this movie. itself. Yes. Then that there are plot major plot points that feel like we need to be at a plot point now and it just feels very abrupt Wait, like, like what okay so the planet is exploding it just is it is happening now and we're just going to this is we're sending him right now <laughs> like right after the 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 trial at the very start he just is like he calmly goes back and is like yes i'm in trouble uh, but this planet is going to explode and so i better send my son and we're going to do this now like it feels very like abrupt that it happened I don't think and that so. came up again where he's like I need to leave home now, Mom. And it, there is no setup beyond uh, passage argue, of time. Your argument—that's that's a silly argument, because <laughs> that, 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 that's arguments like, oh, well, they should have left a little bit, like five-minute buffer on Krypton. More, you know, like no, no I'm like, saying you could do that any movie if you're gonna nitpick it that way. Like that's a dumb argument. I, I think it's a silly I don't, argument. I don't agree with that. If I pointed out any other, how movie, is that abrupt? It's setting up like. 
in, 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 like, it sets it up, but it feels like you're reading a script you, of events that you, need to happen, and want, you're not thinking through the want, progress. Do you want? Okay, what, how long do you want them to be on? What, what, it has nothing to do with how long. It, what happens what is, is they made what the what choice. Is, what, what could have fixed that? Like in your opinion, what, what, what would have been a better idea, better choice? To not start the movie with in Krypton, the, with not no, you start the movie with Krypton. That's great because it kicks off the whole emotional core of the movie with Jor-El, But you don't start it with a a jury of this guy. You could start it with. Jorel being like, the planet's about to explode. Why aren't you guys listening to me? What's going on, guys? The planet is about to explode. Why didn't you listen to me? And they're like, oh, Jorel, you don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, all right, we got to save our son. Send him off. Like, start so it, it been, that way. So, so it's been just shorter. <laughs> that, but been more abrupt. That are, it's, not it's not that he said it was short. Ben. No, I It's know. that he said that there was one thing right after another. I know, it know. just went straight from this scene that we're supposed to like, what What was that? This, this I, All I, of a sudden, there's this like phantom the, I, zone. And I'm supposed to latch onto that, and it doesn't come back again. And then all of a sudden, okay, now the planet's like exploding. But I like that. Okay. I like. I like that. I, I liked what was that because when you have a what was that moment, it's like, what is that? You know, like that curiosity. The same, the, the, like with aliens. So say Alien is for the first Alien movie. Like we don't. There's a lot of things we don't know about this world, and so you know maybe they'll touch on it, maybe they won't touch on it. It's, I think it's just good world building. Oh, the other thing was that when he. <laughs> I thought this was funny, the way it played out. You probably won't agree, because it'll just be like, oh, that's who Martha is. But the first time they, the first time they see the kid, when he crashes down, and Martha and John stop with their truck, and are like, oh, what's this kid doing here? And she, she, just, she just all of a sudden knows, oh, he has no family. We got to take care of him. How would she possibly know that? No, How would she just she assume he's that. a... She that is literally what she said. No, but she doesn't know that. She's just saying that because she just... She's, because she wants to see, she wants we prayed so for a kid, and that that causes more troubling like thoughts. Not really. I, I, she's I, a crazy old bat. So what? She has prayed for a child. A kid just appears in front of her, and she just assumes to Jonathan, who's just like, "What are you talking about?" That oh no, he doesn't have family. No, we'll take him. We'll take no, him home she, and raise she, him. She said. She says that because because she really want you know we want him and. Um, the, the implication is like he came from this this spacecraft. So how would she know that she doesn't have fam- he doesn't have family around here? Obviously, but but but, it, but it, it, I don't see your I, I don't see what your so so what's your biggest gripe with it again? Like I'm not, I'm, I'm confused. That scene, yeah. That it just it, this is another example of an abrupt like segue that we're just like not let's really. rush through. Nah, you you're making things up. Let him speak, Ben. Uh, well, that's my point. People can. I mean, there's no outcome here. There's nobody. I guess if we make Aaron pick who's right or wrong, no, no, he's this, definitely not going to do it. This debate is for the audience. Yeah. No, so, yeah. like, what are we going to do in the moment? Nobody's. No, but like, this I, is public. I, I don't. I don't understand what you mean by that. Like, abrupt. It wasn't abrupt. It's it's part of the story. It's part of the narrative. It's part of the comic book narrative that they then put into the movie that they didn't think through in the screen in the script to like build in it like in this that didn't take me out of it i believed her i, be- I believed that she wanted the baby if and it, you didn't feel bad about it you know you didn't feel bad about if it. if i think about how they built the relationship in uh the first ben affleck batman iteration with his man of steel how about that the man of steel set up with martha and his parents was infinitely better than this one nope Okay. Nope. Do you have other words to use besides no? Nope. Be- 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 because I I felt like it felt really like the acting was really good. You know the 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 um, um, the setup of him, you know, like holding up the the the, the truck was 
an awesome that has nothing scene. to do with the relationship to his parents and what what do you mean what do you mean just a kid holding up a truck showing he's strong that has nothing to do no, with like, like a no, bond that's between not, that's not what i meant okay what i meant what do you mean is uh I, I don't understand like how this is a bad setup. I, I, I just, I'm I'm really confused. I just I guess I can't argue because I don't know what you. Are I guess about. I never felt like he had a relationship <laughs> with his parents at oh all. Oh my god, I did. I did, especially especially when this that one like even for maybe a with bit, his, his dad more so than his mom. I'll just put it that way. His yeah. dad had more of that a, scene he had was more so, relationship with his dad. That scene. The, the, no, here's here here's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, if they had more time, maybe they could they could have. They had two and a half hours. Yeah, but they had to keep this thing moving. Uh, that's my point, is that it was overstuffed, and they no, didn't make any sacrifices. No. And so that made it seem like it was like, all right, we got to keep no. going. All right, uh, we, we got to keep going. We got to hit this point no, now. No, I, I, I think, I, think uh, I, I just, I like movies that keep moving, you mean? And I, and I think, I think you're really nitpicking at something that doesn't really, I don't know you're, right. what you're nitpicking, but right. no, because that scene to me is so emotional and so believable when he has the heart attack and, you know... Like, and, he, and he's only been in there a few scenes, like his his dad. Yeah, just it, a few scenes, but it, yeah. But, but you right. felt the emotional pull. I okay. I did. I I did. I've always. I guess did. it's just the difference. Um, I mean, did you, Aaron? I mean, like, didn't you feel the emotional pull? Like, uh, yes. And what's interesting, like uh, Christopher Reeve dubbed the kids over the voice as young as young kid. Oh, really? Yeah. That sucks for the kid. Yeah, but it works for consistency. <laughs> no sag credit for you, kid. You suck. But it but it works for consistency, I think. You know, it, I didn't even realize that. But but uh he he did a good job. That got that young actor. And then he looks like Christopher Reeves. Yeah, you know? he did. He definitely Great cast. I actually around. had to look up like, wait, was that Christopher? Uh, no, that that's no yeah, great cast. Like, wow, that looks yeah, just like it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Nobody, but, On the last scene, I will say those are two differences of of opinion that can not easily be debated. Well, here's the thing: like, why do like, I don't think I I go to a movie knowing that there's more to the movie, uh, more to these characters than just their screen time. I guess how that's, how uh, hold on, we're hold talking on. about hold on, hold on, hold on, Ben hold on. has the conch. Hold on, <laughs> all right, and and uh, more to these uh, characters in the screen time. And when I I when I and I think this was your problem with Rogue One, which we'll get to next week. Uh, is I you know even in the limited amount of screen time they had, I believed that they had a relationship. You know, they had all this stuff just because of the way they interacted with each other, and it was it was believable and it was authentic, and it was sincere to me. And I think you don't need you know a couple more hours to develop that. I think it's a waste of time. I think if you can if you can get it if you can do that in one scene or two scenes. I, I think it works, and they it did. Feels like me, it feels like a checkbox. It feels like you're just checking a box, though. Nah, That's not a movie. That's nah, a checkbox. No, I, Ben. I don't. I don't think so. Nah, nah is not an argument. Well, well I mean, it's just that's his opinion. Like, you felt like it was accurate. You felt like it was effective enough. No, I think and I, I, I just I, I, I thought that's it was all. sprinkled perfectly. I, gonna, I think this movie. I am sprinkled, going to jump in box. here. I think it's sprinkled, not a checkbox. Hey, where they sprinkled it and 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 and, and they played it. They added Boys? It a couple times to see if this worked. Aaron is speaking Boys. now. I am going to render this point moot because this point is a difference of opinion on what you prefer in your movies. That's true. That cannot be debated. That's true. Yeah, I think that's. I think I really do. This is a um, a mark on the spark of madness uh, between you and me. Mm. That I think is a fundamental difference of what we like in movies uh, compared to. I think you like a little bit more. 
backstory. I, a little more. I like character stuff. That's well, it. no, I like, did, this I, felt like I oh, let's too. get to the superhero guy doing stuff. I, I, I no, I like no, I didn't think so. I like character stuff too, but I also like, I also like um, mystery and intrigue of the characters as well. That we don't need to be spoon fed everything. Like I think that's where Batman begins is a little too much for me. A little bit. You know what I mean like I, I think it's too much. I like the subtlety of things and like us to fill in the blanks. Okay. You know, because you never like. You, I think that to me is more realistic. You know, we're coming up on an hour here. No, I want to know something. I before this is over, Can I want to have an audience. <laughs> no, I, I put my phone away. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody watching this? Matt, before no, this no, debate no. is over, I want to hear you put up for put up just as a, a matter of us being able to hear it. One, two, maybe even three examples of what you might consider to be the best comic book. Yeah, that's, right. a, good, that's a good, good. good I've point. got a list of ones. I don't know if they're all better, but I know at least it's. It's okay I know, to have an opinion. Yeah, here I'm just going to list off a bunch of comic book ap- adaptations, and Ben, I want you to say, I want both of you to say yes, or no, or even just, even just be like, oh, that's pretty close. Well, look, look, we don't need to like go into a large argument, but no, let's you're right, you're go right, through. Right, right, right. All right, one word answers. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start with, uh, and I'll be honest. I'm, I'm gonna start with the craziest train. one, the Rocketeer. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. So that's better than this. No, no. Oh, that's that's the question we're asking. I think I think it's up so. There. Is is the movie I'm about to say better or okay? Or, now I understand. Yeah. No, I think Superman's better. Rocketeer, Superman's better. Okay. Right. Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. Haven't seen it. No, it's not as good as this. Akira. I never seen oh, it. Oh, that's hard. I never seen Akira. <laughs> it's pretty this good. This is man. where I was like, you really sure you want to make a comic I, book? I never oh. seen I never seen Akira. It's, I re- it's recommended viewing Ben. Really I guess we should, I guess we should say superhero movies. That's yeah. Akira is kind of a superhero movie. Uh I don't I don't know if either of you have seen it. The Wind Rises. It's nope. one of several of the Miyazaki Studio no, but, Ghibli movies. No, but I hear that every night. The, the wind rises. <laughs> no, that's the, the that's the bedspread rises. <laughs> <laughs> Road to Perdition. It was white one. Oh, I've only seen that once. I forget most. I of never it. saw that. That's based on a comic book. Yep. It. I remember it being good. So. Avengers or Avengers Infinity War. No. No. Either of them. No. no. Really? Not close. Wow. I'm surprised. It's so staunch. Avengers was so boring. Infinity War was a little better. Actually, I shouldn't be surprised. No. I, yeah. Uh, Batman. The original. Yep. Oh, it's up there, but it's not. Maybe no, no I can't. It, it it's up there and it's close. I'm giving it a strong maybe. Yeah, Batman close. Begins, Dark Knight, either of those two. No, nope. I think Batman's better than both those. Really? Yeah. Dark Knight is a turd. Not. Dar- I'm not. I'm more surprised about Batman Begins. The strong. Like, Dark Knight is better than Batman, Batman Begins. Begins is not like close, but it's it's in my consideration. I like the Dark Knight a lot. Wow. Okay, Spider Man. Oh damn it! You're giving us the really hard ones. Now. I'm yeah, I'm not. No, I'm halfway through the list. No, because Spider-Man doesn't have the good reveal. It doesn't have the good reveal. That's my I, one. one word answers, Ben. Doesn't have the reveal. Wow. Okay. No, Iron like, Man. No. No. Iron Man's very contemporary to me. What's wrong with contemporary? Nothing wrong, but it's not. It's not to me. This is Superman's an epic. I think it's it's an epic. Okay. Iron Man's not an next epic. movie. Uh, I'm gonna actually skip the more. Um, I can't go back and watch. I'm not going to skip them. I'm going to skip the like. Wow, that was that was a trendsetter. And I'm going to go to what I think is the better movie is X Men Two. It's good, but not not X-Men nearly 2. as good. No, not nearly as good as Superman. I will say no. Okay. Absolutely not. I, I just didn't like that movie. I liked it. Oh, I think wow. it's the best one okay. of the best X Men. All right. Three. I'm. Th- I don't believe this one, but I'm going to put it out there. Three, and I'm being three, honest. Three hundred. No. 
<laughs> no, not at all. Okay. I thought it was good. I thought it was pretty but good. But I, I wouldn't it's put probably it not better. No, I wouldn't say no. 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 Uh, either of it's the Gu- any other either Zach of Snyder the Guardians movie. of the Galaxy movies. No. No. Dance off, bro. You and me right now. Mm. I disagree. Okay. All right. No, actually we're going to pause right there. If you're using that as a are you using that as a derogatory? No. no. The jokiness? Okay. All right. I enjoyed that. No, no. It's at all. still funny. Okay. No, I thought they were great movies, but I, there's But some... what? What's the difference? Because that th- this kind of embodies like maybe a Marvel movie. I would take it a step further for Guardians, but I want to know what makes Superman so much better. The fantasy. The 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 the, the fantasy the the the, the child like charm it has i think guardians literally starts with a child getting abducted by aliens after his mom dies but that's but that's not a child like charm that's that's a child that's that's literally the same thing he gets it's a child who gets sent off and he's isolated and then i believe he's talking about the treatment of the scene the treatment of the whole movie is a child there's a childlike fantasy charm that it has the whole He's saying that it's innocent in presentation. Mm -hmm. Very much like Peter Pan. You like the innocence. Okay, that's a good qualifier. I love the I love the innocence of Superman, and and that contextualizes this whole list going forward. Like that, you prefer movies like that. All right, uh, Men in Black. No. No. Okay, Uh, Scott Pilgrim. No. No. V for Vendetta. It's good, but not no. No, it's more contemporary to me. Again. That's, uh, contemporary I mean, is not the word to no, use there. No, no, no. There's nothing wrong with contemporary. It just doesn't seem like an epic to me. It just doesn't seem it's like It's not an old epic. enough. No. How, how is it an epic? You know what? The Dark Knight was an epic. How is it an epic? What What do you mean by that? Oh, the scale of everything. How, he's the super widescreen that they use. The 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 actors that they that, that, that they got. It's such an epic movie. It's like it's like a it's like it's like up there with how the West is one is an epic. And Ben Hur, mm. I don't agree. I think tenuous so. because where do you draw the line? Infinity War is infinitely more epic than no, no. If Infinity, the qualifier is no, epic, but no, it's not. But, but it's, the qualifier is is not, is not epic. But I do agree with you. Uh, Infinity War is pretty epic. Is it more epic? I want to know if you think Infinity probably. War is more epic. Probably in terms okay. of star draw. Probably. Yeah, probably. No, I, I want to no, not yeah. just the star. I want to no, like no. it I, does I, go a lot of places. I, I actually think Dark Knight's more epic. I think Infinity War is more epic. I think there's a, a lot of movies that are epic. So you like the combination. So what we're getting at is you like the combination, the combination of epic with like a childlike innocence. To yeah, it. and that's probably why I like Hook so much too. You mean that's fair? You know, there's something about the women, like the that. I've got, a, to it. I've got a couple more. Logan. Oh, man. Yeah, that was good. really good. Logan's, really was good. Good. Logan's an unfair one to hey, put I'm, in here. But before, when but your list is over, I have good. a few to add. Okay. Wonder Woman. Nope. No. The ending. Either of the Hell... The uh, maybe not either, but Hellboy 1, Hellboy no. 2. No. Those were just fun. They weren't that good. Okay. There's something universally... Like, go on. Uh, 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 uh. Edge of Tomorrow. Haven't what's, seen What's it. Edge of Tomorrow? Was the the one you like die repeat yeah. that you talk that about good, all the time? That was a good movie, but it's not. It's not a Superman. Okay. And and I'm I'm not saying just to be a contrarian. Uh, the there's some, this original Superman was so successful and and so iconic, iconic. It's so iconic. We can't think of Superman anywhere anywhere else. So here's uh, this. Is, are we? Do you have any other questions for us, Aaron? Uh, I have a few honorable mentions to add to that comment. Oh, oh yeah, right. List. Yeah, let's do that first. 
Honorable mentions. Uh, Watchmen. The... Yeah, okay. That's a good movie. Yeah. That's all right. Whoa. I liked it pretty well, but... Is that like... going to be the debate between Matt, Matt and me? The Watchmen <laughs> Next week debate? on Spark of... <laughs> okay. Um, you know, Kick-Ass wasn't terrible. The first one. The second one was garbage. Yeah, once Jim Carrey got involved. Yeah. I didn't see any of those. The no, first one has good emotional resonance. There, To me, this has, this has a feel of a Western. It has a feel of a... A Western? No, just like the epicness of a Western, the scale, even the film stock that they use. You know what I mean? There's like the, the super widescreen that they that they shot in, the actors that they use, uh, the first time you ever see a man fly, like some like some of the What the, are the, the act tell me more about the actors part of it? Oh god, like Marlon Brando. Like they're good, but how are they you're tying in Western, you're tying in epic. I'm I didn't feel like the performances were epic i felt like one was campy one was like alternating between hello good citizen and then like oh geez well, i'm marlon pretending brando. like he was so you're you're latching onto marlon brando then a lot yeah for and barry white and and jimmy olsen and mark margaret margaret none of which come across as any more epic or any more like but epic grand is, than a movie that we would epic see is the sum e of many parts exactly Aaron. the sum of many parts not one performance i think you're latching on to marlon brando honestly that's where i think he's, he's a big that's tipping point i think that's what's yeah. elevating it he's, but he's in if i'm going to argue he's in the first third of the movie and then he comes up as a ghost one or two other times very briefly a lot, a lot. Decontextualize even like it just is like oh there he is. Okay. But it's but it's By presence, way, I'm your but dad, his but presence it. is so there. <laughs> and then and then Christopher Reeve is just like oh okay. But it, but his <laughs> presence is there so looming even like it's like the Alec Baldwin performance in uh, uh, um, uh, Glenn Glary Glenn Ross. He's in it for a minute, but his presence was like <laughs> I mean no, it's coffees for closes. You know he, he actually got nominated for best supporting actor in that. By but, the uh, way, son, I've been uh, watching you masturbate. Okay. Right. I don't. I, I don't. To, what was your I question? guess I just don't disagree. I, or I guess I disagree. Is that the performance is? I don't. I don't think of this as an epic movie. Wow, you're the only person in the whole world. Probably. I don't either. Why? I don't. Two use out epic. of three in one room. No, I don't think that's not a good way to. Put I think it's just as epic as Star Wars. No. Oh yeah. No, no, no. He's in one place and he's stopping a dam. And he's stopping one train. He's like, it's, it's grounded in the original books, and that isn't as it is. It just isn't he's as pretty, epic Superman, as other movies. Superman's pretty epic. Like Superman's pretty epic. And Star Wars is immensely epic. Yeah, they're both pretty epic. At that point, okay. it becomes a decision of which you prefer. Okay. Epic, Avengers, Infinity War, Batman, Batman Begins, Spider-Man, Iron Man. Like, a lot of these movies, I feel like, are more epic in scale than this movie. Hmm. I, I because disagree. Because but... epic can take many forms. It depends on what, how many sets, Like, I'll locations. even, let's, let's latch onto one of them, Spider-Man. The performance, if we want to focus on performances, I feel like Tobey Maguire is just as engaging and just as simultaneously both ways and conflicted as Christopher Reeve is. I feel like Willem Dafoe is just as like menacing. I agree. If not much more I, so. I agree. Okay. I agree. And I actually think Spider-Man is the best Marvel movie ever made. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think it's the closest thing to come Superman. Why isn't it better? Let's let's just let's pinpoint just this one movie and you say why Sp Superman is better. What was the tipping point? A better point? movie well, than Spider-Man. I already Spider explained it. There was the 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 uh, Spider-Man to me, is, is a different type of superhero than Superman. 
go okay. on. Uh, which makes Superman better? Like, no. Which makes the... Make, so are you saying that the, the no, no. hero is inherently better, which makes the movie better? No, I think the myth, the mythos and, and the uh, the mythology that that is inherited in Superman and the way that they told it in the, in the movie itself uh, is, is, is... He's our Hercules. He's our, he's our Greek... He's the first Greek god... In, in you know in the in the United States like he's this is this is our this is our our our, our, our uh, mythos. So you prefer the alien hero who comes that is like this godlike power from no, above no, that shows up versus no, the hero that no, is bitten by a spider. I actually and, like Spider-Man better as a, as a character, but I'm saying like the mythos, the 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 uh, the legend, like the Superman character, like the Superman idea is just so much more epic and more iconic and. Close, closely tied to the myth, and you feel like it was delivered in the movie better than another movie, other movies. I think, I think, because that's what we're talking about. I think Spider-Man movies. comes close. I think Spider-Man is the only one that comes close. Okay. The only thing that Spider-Man was lacking to me that would probably put it pretty, like almost tied, is that they, he has a good reveal when he, you know, when he when he uh, chases after the guy to do it, but there's no, he reveals like a montage. And I wanted, yeah. I wanted that revealed, like the montage, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Like, like, like it, I, want, I was like, oh, you got to have the Superman reveal to it. They did everything up to that point except for the Superman reveal. Maybe they didn't want to copy, but like, of everybody seeing Spider-Man for the first time. I feel like I did see that scene, but where, where, where you are latch. I feel like you're latching on to one scene and also so no, no, not at all. The, one scene can one one bad apple can spoil the bunch. And I'm saying you're That's latching on to one good apple with Superman. You're latching on to the no, one scene. No. Name one other purely amazing scene in the movie. I love the sequence, even though when Mark Kidder starts talking, and I love that. That sequence of him going up to her and, and flying around New York and stuff and Metropolis and stuff that such a beautiful because since it's a fairy tale love story and the music is beautiful in there they actually were going to use a different uh, track there's a Superman track I'll have to play for you guys after the pod but it was too seventies uh, so he just wanted John Williams score and she would say the lyrics so that's actually lyrics to a song that was written in the Superman theme huh. the love theme I'll, I'll, I'll show you it. Yeah. which which if they would have used that love theme music. In John Williams' score, instead of like the, the the 70s track that they had, it would have worked better than Margaret Kidder <laughs> talking. So any, but I like I love that sequence. I love the sequence of like just the the the, the sequence of everything in Smallville. Like I, I love I love the way it was shot, the emotional weight, the seriousness of it. Uh, what of what? Like, what do you like, mean? like there's a, there's a beautiful shot where. Um, Martha comes out and gets her Cheerios because there's there's some product placement. Yeah, that was a good shot. And and silhouette, and you see him in the distance. This beautiful, and and I I love the the cinematography of that. I love I love that. That was when he very abruptly was like, "I'm out of here." I love that (laughs) exactly, exactly. But it was it wasn't abruptly. It was it was it was it was was a beautiful moment. It was after like a fast forward of time that then it's like, "Eh, "I'm out." He didn't say that. Bye, guys. You're, you're, uh, I'm you're, free. That's what happened, though. It was, it was fast forward, 
cue that scene of like now she's old. It's like, oh, wait, you got my Cheerios. Oh, there he is. I better go talk to him. He's like, Mom, I'm out of here. No, like, no. Then they it's... hug, and they're like pause back. They'll hug one more time, and then look beautiful. off into the and distance the where swells. there's. But You're... there's no sun. That was the thing I thought was so funny. That's just like clouds, and they're just like looking at clouds. You're ma- there's ma- nothing in the distance. Matt, have Matt. you never stopped to look at the clouds? I just Matt. thought that was funny. Matt, you're making a straw man out of Superman. <laughs> no, right. no so, so let me tell you another scene I uh, I, I liked. Uh, I loved this every st- everything with Lex Luthor. I loved it. Um, I loved. Um, <laughs> I love the line. This would be the single greatest interview since um, God talked to Moses. I, I love. I love. I love the way that they design the newsroom because it, that felt real, like a, like a newsroom. Everything in the newsroom was awesome. There's there's two P's in rapists. There's no two. There's one P in rapists or something like that. Like, oh God. But uh, so I, I love. I love the world that they created. I love. I, I, oh, what I was gonna say. I love even like his task of like. Helping everybody out after he was real, getting a cat out of a tree, you know, saving Air Force One, like doing all these different things. That w- was a cool, yeah. cool way of showing showing all that stuff. I, I love yeah. it all. It's, like it's, the it's the whimsy. Yeah. It's the childlike charm. So, okay, how do, how should we wrap this up? I well, there's no hour and twenty. Wow, there's no good way to do so because ultimately the the debate is not for us. No, I'll say if I if I was gonna. So Ben, you know. clearly you like give like a thirty second like final argument or final like why comic book why this is the best soup in com- summation why this is the best comic book movie ever. Okay, so I'm gonna concede to a lot of things here. This is not a perfect movie by far. No. I still I still have a hard time with the whole reversing time thing, but now actually talking to you, I like it better because of the consequences and in the, in the story element. There's a lot of flaws in this movie. A lot of special effects that doesn't, doesn't hold up. There's a lot of but there's some things that do hold up. But the charm, the charm, the the scale, everything that had to do with this movie to even make it, the chances of it, like the expectations and the chance of it to fail had more stakes than any other any other comic book movie to date, other than maybe Batman. Um, because if the audience didn't like it, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't work. So there was more stakes because this is the first time it ever happened. But I also think as a narrative, there's no the one with the combination of of the childlike charm and, and the whimsy and the fantasy and the seriousness, whatever the world that they created. Um, the one thing that this has over any, uh, you know, other than the, the, the very the, there's very few comic book movies that have it is Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty, yes, Ned Beatty. <laughs> Now, he was great in Toy Story Three, <laughs> yeah. but uh, squeal, picky. <laughs> oh God! But no, the one thing it had is the best combination uh, theme and score to the that a lot of movies now, like comic movies, don't have. A lot of movies don't have nowadays this fantastic score that 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 has seemed itself into the lore of the, within the movie. Without it, like it wouldn't it wouldn't exist. It, it couldn't exist. Like it, that theme, that everything. Christopher Reeves is Superman. Like when you think of Superman, everybody thinks of Christopher Brandon Reeves. Routh. No, but everything's a Christopher Reeves. Is that is that because of him, or is it because every single other iteration has been bad? No, it's because be, it, it's because of him. Because because one, he always he he looked like Superman. He portrayed the innocence and performance of Superman. It, 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 he, he he he's Superman. 
Like he's synonymous with Superman, just like Captain Kirk is synonymous with like with with William Shatner. Like he's he's that iconic, and like the comic books look like him. They actually draw the comics to look like him, like more. Like he is Superman. Like he and, and it's a gift and a curse because he can never lose that um, moniker. I don't think he minds. He's dead. Oh yes, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I guess he wasn't so super. Are you rip in peace? Any anything else? I mean. Do you recommend this movie? Yes, one hundred percent. So here's my here's my counter argument for why this is not the best comic book movie ever. One, I think Ben is presenting a mold of he's coming from not necessarily a full nostalgia glasses, but oh. certainly half oh. nostalgia glasses. Oh. Oh. Matt where, has the conch, Ben. Where obviously, like feel whimsy, the music. There are certain things that are just like tailor made for Ben priorities, which is fine. That's great, but that Not doesn't necessarily. Mean. It does. No, you're right. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's. I feel like in some cases those are distracting from other flaws that are a little bit bigger. But we already hashed that out. The other part is that yes, while there is a lot of really great aspects about this movie and it translates from the source material like one to one in so many ways and it even the tone of it is very similar from like original superman comics and the like save the cat and you do these things and even like the very chipper uh boy scout feel um like that's good and that's great that it translated it but it also doesn't necessarily mean like just because it's iconic superman doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best like for in, like I know it's not apples it's not apples to apples but like Watchmen was like a great translation of the source material but people aren't like like gushing over it just because it did such a good job of translating it like it needs to hold up on its own despite the source material and this does I think and so where I'm going with the source material is that we've already talked about a lot of the effects a lot of the other things I think it's getting overdue credit where I would not say it's the best movie I will say Firmly, it is the most important comic book movie. That's I where I, I was teasing I at the start. It. Like, if we're talking about what the real question is, it is the most important comic book movie in terms of its legacy and all the thing, all the how hard it was to make this and how important it was. But in terms of best, it certainly has a, a flaws. And from that full list, I could probably it's probably in the top ten, mm -hmm. but probably I would top put five. I would put a bunch of other movies ahead of it. Um, not that it's like. It, not and it's even less that it's from like a time. Oh, it's just that time, and the effects are worse then. It's more like there are story flaws. There are other things well, that are not perfect, and there are other movies that do it better. And that's really all I, I'm going to say about it. Well, and I agree with you. Like, forget you don't agree. No, no. <laughs> that's the point of the no he, that was part of his final statement. No, was that he knows there are flaws. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree that there's there's flaws. I agree agree with you that the special effects are not. Hold up, and you know, and you shouldn't, you know, whatever. But to me, like, to me, why I say it's like an epic and in a, in a western is, in a, if you if I'm just watching, it, it's just like we don't linger and have long shots very much anymore in movies, you know, at all. And I think like very few, like one movie of, of, of note that I loved was There Will Be Blood, and they had those lingering longer shots that so they didn't have to cut all the time. Like they so had, good. They let, it, they let it breathe. They let it breathe. And this movie is filled with that, you know what I mean? And, and I think, to me, that encapsulates some of the epicness of things. And I think Marvel is, is, is great and everything on screen at once is awesome. There's not that long shot uh, in, 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 
breathability. There's of, no of, time to think. think and, 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 yeah, there's no. T- well, not no, not think. Just like take it in, take it in, and and because as beautiful as it is, there's so much happening. You know what I mean? And this this that shot of him in Smallville. This this a shot of Lex Luthor. Like and, you know, just these longer shots of like just. Breathe makes it more epic to me. And that's why like, I think westerns are epic. You know what I mean? Like spaghetti westerns, because there's these long shots and let, let it breathe. And I think we're so in the tendency of just, you know, like, like that's why I love uh, Blade Runner, because they had those long shots that were just like, this is epic, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll just say, if you haven't seen Akira, then like, it, that is your you're, assignment. You're, yeah, that's. Well, I haven't seen it. So I mean, like, yeah. so I can't even say, I, I haven't seen it, so I can't. All right, boys. That concludes the debate portion of this debate. We should do a Kira sometime. We will now decide by way of coin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Really? (laughs) Heads. Superman is the best movie, comic book movie ever. Uh, Heads. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) You lose, Matt. Ready? Ready? Yeah, I'm going to stop the show now.